How's the sound in the back? Thumbs up meaning good or thumbs up meaning up? (laughs) Okay, good. Okay. So this evening, uh, I've been asked to introduce the forgiveness practice as a supplement to our metta practice. And there's a reason why I've been asked to bring in the forgiveness practice at this point in the retreat. One of the reasons being that so far we've spent the last two weeks cultivating metta for uh, ourself as well as for benefactor and dear friend. Benefactor, well, it kind of depends actually. Uh, Usually a pretty simple relationship Um, a relationship where the heart naturally opens. This isn't always true. (laughs) We can sometimes have very complicated relationships with our benefactors, um, but they belong in that category anyway. Metta for ourself can be very complicated. What I've found in myself and and just uh, being in this role Uh, speaking to a lot of people about their practice, is that metta for self can be sometimes the most complicated relationship uh, where we're asked to open the heart and fully accept, extend friendliness towards, and in this case, towards ourself. And then there's the dear friend. And our dear friends often... uh, there can be an easy opening towards, uh, opening of the heart towards this person. But as we spend time with this person in our mind, it's not uncommon to start to begin to think of the ways that they've wronged us in some way, or you know, they do this really annoying thing, and, or um, if only they would just go on a meditation retreat. <laughs> you know, we start to come up with perhaps the reasons why either they don't deserve our metta all the time, or um, maybe we just notice a slight uh, tightening of the heart as we, as we practice the metta towards them. So this metta practice is complicated in this way. We don't just sit down and the heart becomes full and open and floods our relationships and ourself with this friendliness. It's very rare that it works that way all the time. And so sometimes what's needed, actually, is a practice of forgiveness. And this forgiveness practice is meant to be a very gentle heart practice, just as the metta practice is. It's not a practice where we are asked to force uh, ourselves to forgive uh, injustices or harm or hurt. Um, what it's asking us to do is to look at our intention, to look at our intention and in our relationship with certain people, uh, certain situations, ourself, and just see where are we hanging on? Where are we creating more dukkha? out of the situation than is necessary. 
So this is the purpose of the forgiveness practice. It's not to forgive and forget. You know, sometimes we've been harmed in ways or we've caused harm in ways where it's actually important for us to remember. We learn from those experiences. So this isn't about clearing the slate and completely forgetting, forgive and forget. It's not about that. This really is about healing the heart and mind, our own heart and mind. It's not about uh, forgiving somebody else so that they're off the hook or that their life uh, is better, although sometimes it can heal a relationship in that way. But this is a practice that we're doing from, from our own heart and mind, and it's for our own heart and mind so that there can be healing here. And this is actually the only place we can do, uh, do that healing, is, is right here for ourselves. When I was thinking about this, this topic, a story came to mind, uh, and this is an old Buddhist story, about two monks who are traveling together, and they come to a river that's uh, overflowed its banks. And they stop at the river and they're looking it over and trying to decide the best way to go through, which is really just to go through, to wade through the water. And there's a young woman who's standing at the bank as well, and she's assessing the situation and getting nervous by the idea of having to wade through this water. So she turns to the monks and asks if they would be willing to help her by carrying her over the river. And so most of you know that Buddhist monks take a vow not to have contact with the opposite sex. And so to, to even touch this woman would be breaking that vow. So the one monk hesitates and is kind of shocked <laughs> by her even asking or proposing this. And the other monk picks her up, puts her on his shoulders, and starts to wade through the water and takes her to the other side, takes her off, puts her down. The other monk is following. I just get this, this visual of like huge eyes and his jaw dropped. <laughs> Can't believe it. They get to the other side. He, he puts the, the young woman down. She thanks him and goes on her way. So then the two monks continue on their journey, but the first monk, uh, who was quite dismayed, is feeling uh, uh, some anger and, and confusion and uh, is kind of pouting along as, as they're walking, and the other monk is just going about his, his way. So the first monk just can't take it anymore, and he turns to the fir- first monk and says, Brother, how could you have done that? We've taken a vow not to do such things. You've broken your vow. And he's ju- he just can't believe it. And the other monk turns to him and says, Brother, I put her down at the other end of the river, and you're still holding her. And so we are often one of those two monks at any given time. 
where we know how to let go. We know how to forgive ourselves, forgive others. We know how to not hang on to a situation that seems, uh, you know, perhaps it's kind of juicy. Perhaps it's something that we could just gnaw on for the next couple of days. Uh, But we know that that's dukkha. So we know how to let go. But sometimes we're the other monk and we carry it. And we can carry things for a long time. We can carry things for years. We can carry things for a lifetime. And they're heavy, especially if we're carrying a lot. It becomes quite heavy. So this practice of forgiving, of forgiveness is a letting go practice. It's an inclination to let go of our resentments, perhaps our unworthiness, our blame, hatred, anger, maybe even our own shame for things we've done in the past. And all we can do is incline towards this. We can't force it, like I said. And that's, that's the practice part, continually inclining towards this possibility of letting go, of putting it down. A famous quote, well, a quote, anyway, that's used often to talk about forgiveness in the Buddhist communities uh, is that forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. And isn't that true? What's happened has happened. And we can decide in this moment, in the present, how we'd like to relate to it, what we want to do to it. Do we want to keep holding on to it? We may need to for a little while longer. We may need to keep hanging on. Or is it time? Is it time to let it go? So there are three phrases that I'm going to offer you uh, through this meditation, and we'll spend a little bit of time with each phrase. And so the first one is, if I have hurt anyone or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. So it's pretty general, the way that it's phrased. So the way to practice this is to recite it in your mind and to repeat it in your mind, just like the metta phrases. And it may be that there's someone already in your mind that you want to work with. Maybe this person has been here with you in your mind on this retreat uh, already. And so that, that might be fine if you're feeling ready for, for a forgiveness practice with this person. Otherwise, the way that this can work is simply to put the phrase in your mind, allow it to be a part of your intention, and just see if anyone comes up or any particular situation comes up. And so we'll, we'll work with that for a little while and let that settle in. And then we'll go to the next phrase, which is, if anyone has hurt me, 
knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. Now, it may be that what comes up uh, on this phrase is something you're not ready to forgive. And it's really important to respect that. Really important to respect that. Forgiveness has its, uh, it takes its own time. It's not something we want to force. And so if this is true, then you might instead say, if anyone has hurt me, it's my intention to someday forgive you. And just allow it to be truly your intention to someday to let go of that. I like that in these phrases it says knowingly or unknowingly. Uh, It really points to how uh, hurt can sometimes be very intentional and sometimes really come from our delusion and ignorance. And we just don't have a clue that that was what happened until later on. Uh, so, so you can include that if it's helpful, knowingly or unknowingly. If you know which one it is <laughs> that you're working with, you can just stick with that one. Um, or if it feels clunky, you can just drop that section altogether and just know that that's part of the, the spirit of these phrases. And then the third one is for the ways I have hurt others or myself, knowingly or unknowingly. I forgive myself. So with each one of these, uh, you might notice different things come into your experience. There might be an openness. There might be a feeling of letting go. Oftentimes, though, it's close to the opposite. (laughs) It can be a tightening. It can be an aversion. uh, It can be fear sometimes. It can be an unwillingness, um, judgment coming in. So if this is true for you, you might go back and forth between the forgiveness practice and uh, wishing yourself compassion or wishing yourself metta. So going back and forth between the forgiveness practice and the other heart practices, whatever is appropriate. So the idea here is that we're not ripping the heart open and trying to force it in any particular direction. That doesn't even sound good. (laughs) But we can have this tendency to do that. We want to, you know, push through to the end of, of healing. But that's not how this heart and mind works. And so the idea is to be very gentle, listen to yourself, Listen to what it needs. It might be that it needs more metta, more compassion before going further with the forgiveness practice. Listen to yourself. That is this practice. That is the mindfulness practice. That is the metta practice. So we'll begin by bringing ourselves into a posture that is comfortable, that is supportive. It can be helpful to begin by just bringing attention into the body, feeling the body sitting here. 
feeling that contact of body meeting cushion or body meeting chair. Feeling the breath. And then the first phrase, again, this will just be something you can repeat to yourself as as much as needed. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness.
there's no rush to move on to the next phrase if you want to stay with this first one. But I'll just offer the second one for those who'd like it. If anyone has hurt me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. Or if anyone has hurt me, knowingly or unknowingly, it is my intention to someday forgive you.
Again, you're welcome to stay with the first or the second phrase if that's where it's what's really needed. You're also welcome to move into the metta practice if you feel like it's enough or you need to back off a little bit. Or you can use this third phrase for the ways I have harmed or hurt others or myself Knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive myself for the ways I have hurt others or myself. Knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive myself.
with the last couple of minutes of the meditation. If your heart's feeling very tender, you might want to come back now to the metta practice, metta for self. Or if there's a particular person you'd like to bring into your metta, it might be a nice way to close the, the practice. just take some time for any questions that you might have about this particular uh, practice or the metta practice in general. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.